Killjoy. No, higher. Killjoy. Wait, 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 wait. Do that again. Killjoy. Rewrites. Killjoy. Rewrites. Hello, hello. I. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Welcome to Killjoy Rewrites, guys! What's happening? Um, my name is Van the Man. the most excited I'm going to get today. I've yeah. decided. Okay, well, my name is Van the Man. Is it? Yes. And uh, your name is Daniel Younger, Novus, Kenji, John, Paul, George, Tavener? No, but I think you are. Doesn't matter. You're 100% doing what I think you're doing. Doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> Killjoy Rewrites, what is this? Well, let me tell you. Uh, this is a podcast. Uh, <laughs> you knew that. Uh, this is a podcast about... Uh, well, we, well, we, we take, take some movies, movies right? Uh, usually we, about three. We rewrite them um, in a manner that makes you cry. Or Sometime, No, no, sometimes because it's, you know, terrible. Because we are evil, evil, evil creatures. And sometimes because we are... We might be evil creatures, but we are genius creatures. Yes. So sometimes really you cry because of this, you know, sheer, sheer unadulterated genius. beauty of yeah. what we create. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we take three movies and we rewrite them. We rewrite them. <laughs> um, yes, uh, we also do a couple other types of rewrites uh, at the end, you know. You know uh, weird news stories. Yeah, weird news story. Well, weird news stories uh, that's... Uh, Patreon exclusive. <laughs> you can uh, actually check out our Patreon links down in the show notes. Um, go check that out, and you may be able to get well, the extended version with the random well, if chatter. You, if, you, if you become a member, you will get the well, extended yeah. version, as well as a like. bonus episode. Yeah, as every well as a bonus month. episode every month. Yeah. But in the meantime, let's get on with our episode. And I have something to ask you. Oh yes, and what's are that? you? Motherfucker, not entertained. I I've actually been quite entertained. I um, good, 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 good. So with with the whole um, lockdown situation and not wanting to go to the shops and mm. whatnot, uh, I I sort of stocked up at the beginning of lockdown on new comics. Yes. Um, I got a couple of single issues, a whole bunch. Well, not a whole bunch, but also not a couple. Like I got three single issues, is okay. what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I got. Uh, the Logan Origins, well, Wolverine Origins, Volume 1. Yeah, the actual. Um, the original one. Yeah. Uh, and I read the single issues because I was like, ooh, like... The problem do with I reading the start s- of a series is... No, it's... no, but it's only two volumes. Okay. I can okay. get the second volume eventually. Okay. But um, but the whole thing was, it's a, it's a thicker book, you know? Yeah. It's a graphic <laughs> novel and not a comic. Um, so... Excuse me. Excellent. First one of the show, I'd give it a it's a, it's a, it's a four. It tickled my fancy, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't legendary. It kind of sounded like a little frog. <laughs> uh, anyways, what was I saying? <laughs> you were talking about um, uh, how it's a bigger book. It's like oh yes, and so I didn't uh, I didn't want to read it. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Uh, like, do I have the time to read this? It's a comic. It's no, so quick. No, well, no, but also it's it's so beautiful. You want to spend time okay, with it and, and whatnot. Um, so, but luckily I, I took a flip through it and I saw it's broken up into chapters. So, you know, I can stop in yeah. good places. And so I decided, you know, fuck it, I'm going to start reading it. And I'm about halfway through now. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say halfway. I think I've got two more chapters to yeah. go. Um, so more than halfway. Yeah, I think there's five chapters or six chapters. I can't remember. Um, anyways, and that is fucking great. He's still little Lord McElroy. Well, um, Howlett. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think that was my phone. I apologize 
for uh, not turning. Yeah, it's work. Uh, there we go. Cell phones on silent and on the couch. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I'm, I've read it. He, uh, he's little James Howlett. Yeah, the, um, the um, little Lord. Little Lord Howlett. Uh, there's this really nice uh, thing between him and the sort of... The butler. The ca- No, no, the, the girl character. She's like, gets hired to be his friend and work in the, in the mansion by his father and grandfather. Honestly, that just seems dodgy. No, well, because apparently, uh, like, he's he's super sickly. Okay. Like, so he has to stay in the house. He can only go out, like, at sunset yeah. for, like, an hour or something. Is the, is the dad abusive? Uh, the dad is not abusive. He's actually a really nice guy. Okay. The grandfather is a douchebag. Um, oh, I'm familiar with that. And, uh, and he does, uh, he has, it's sort of implied, I don't know if they ever bring it up that him and this one character uh, dog mm. who's the the worker's boy like Sabretooth is in the movies um, his name is dog <laughs> he, well no one knows his name everyone just calls him dog dog, dog Logan like their surname is Logan yeah. um, it's sort of implied that he might like the father might have like slept, slept, with, slept with the, the servant girl uh, no with the servant man like the mother might I oh. meant Logan Mr. Logan might have slept with um, the Howlett mother okay <laughs> Brilliant. Sorry, I just like I really wanted some coffee. Um, well, I mean, yeah, considering his name is not Logan. Yeah. Well, no. So, uh, so uh, the girl Rose uh, gives the name Logan to someone when they've fled. Mm. The grandfather actually has a change of heart and says, you know, he well, he doesn't. It's not a great change of heart, yeah. but he's like, here's money. Yeah. Um, take this beast <laughs> that is that killed people take him away um and never come back again i will keep the police off of you for 24 hours or something like that okay because he's like the richest man in, yeah. in the in the village or whatever yeah. they live at the top of the hill yeah of course. and it's it it's quite cool and now the part where i stop now the grandfather's like dying and he says to a grown-up dog um <laughs> you know undo the mistake i did find my my grandson because yeah. apparently he had a brother yeah and the brother died. Okay. And because uh, he was also sickly and whatever. And there's a moment where the girl walks into the mother's room without knocking and sees that she has these big claw marks across her back. So it's sort of implied, yeah. and the way the mother reacts when his claws come out yeah. sort of implies that um, the first yeah. kid hurt her and the father killed it or the grandfather killed yeah. it or some something happened to this kid. It's very... Uh, okay. Very that intense. seems quite intense. I do. It seems it sounds quite a bit better than the. It's movie. way better. It's way better. It's yeah. basically sort of. We, it's nice. We really we, fucked with that we, movie. <laughs> no, but we wrote the after that. You know, we wrote what I'm still mm. have to read. Really, like yeah. he's still hiding out in Canada at this point yeah. in a village, in a quarry like settlement, working. Okay. Um, so he's not a lumberjack. No, he's not a lumberjack <laughs> at this point. Because that um, would be cool. Yeah. Uh, so, like, we wrote that bit, and it's nice to have now this yeah. bit here. But obviously, it's going to carry on into yeah. there. So we'll see how that goes. We'll um, see how they mess how mess up our story. Exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, what else have I been getting entertained by? Uh, I watched. Well, I'm watching uh, season five of Gotham. Um, 
Gatham. Gatham, which leads into uh, something we're going to be doing a bit later. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's it's good. I'm about halfway through that as well. Um, <laughs> so basically, you you have you have been entertained, but you haven't been finished. In- I haven't been fully entertained. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you haven't completed your entertainment. Yes, I've not been satisfied. You should you should you should really go back and and, and complete your edutainment. Ed- yes, yes, um, I shall. <laughs> I shall. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. No, I've also been relatively entertained. Oh, yeah, I've been yeah, reading a book. It. Uh, yeah, book. It's called Feet of Clay. Feet of Clay. Yeah. Like. A feet of clay, or like feet. these are my feet; they're made of clay. These are my feet; they're made okay, of clay. Cool. It's 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 um a reference to a biblical story about a statue with different. Uh, I was gonna go like living terracotta statue, and it's got but, feet know. of clay. Like <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, yeah, it's it's a Terry Pratchett it's a book. Shitty like planning on the artist's part. What do you mean? And putting the clay <laughs> oh, at the bottom. Yeah, it's some it's some like metaphorical story in the Bible, I think. Mm. Um. Be not like a statue with feet made of clay. <laughs> Build your house out of bricks. <laughs> the best advice I've heard from the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> great, great advice. Should we use straw? No, no. not by the hair on my chinny chin chin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Someone please make a t-shirt with that quote. You know those black pictures yeah. of the head? <laughs> the quote. Someone make a t-shirt design. We will, we will put that as we one all... of the first designs <laughs> yeah, when we do our, if merch. We, if we ever do merch. <laughs> if we were one day lucky enough to afford <sighs> merch. Um, Actually, there's, there's, I've got no, some know, stuff know, to talk know, to you I know, about. I know, I know. There are um, many ways of doing it. It's just don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. We're not there yet. Um, anyways, uh, so this book, Terry Pratchett, what's that yeah, all about? Yeah, um, it, it's about political upheaval in a strange city in the disc. It, oh, oh, it's it, a disc world. It, yeah, it's thingy. a disc world, oh, and it's very confusing. I and still I'm haven't gotten try around to, explain to, it to, uh, <laughs> to that Terry Pratchett book that I dared everyone to read in a week, and I just. <laughs> Couldn't have been bothered. Um, so if you've read, actually, if you've read uh, The Color of Magic and want to do an audiobook version for me, because like I devour audiobooks like by the day. So could I just could I just point out how um how, I'm a busy how arrogant you were, like daring people a day to read in a week. I d- no, no, I thought I thought it would be a cool segment we could do. It was when we were starting out. I was like, fuck, what? We need more segments. <laughs> so read along with me, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, now uh, we're much wiser and older. Older and wiser. Um, that's why we do this stupid show. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. Anyway, speaking of the stupid show, I think you know we've discussed our week enough because mm. I really don't have much more to discuss regarding that. Not really. So let's let's get through to our first movie, okay? So okay. Our, our first movie. You got something for me, right? Um, yes, I've definitely got something. Actually, I I, I believed you. You recently watched it, and um, <laughs> I, I I I put it on for him. Like, yeah, like 10 minutes ago. No, well, not 10 I minutes mean, ago. It, it was literally two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, let's not lie. It's already... It's a, damn. Uh, yeah, we we took quite a few smoke breaks in between. So it was probably more around four hours ago. But yeah. anyways, um, it's Joker. Yeah. Joker. So we did Birds Qua- of Prey. Joaquin. The, so the reason I wanted to show you this uh, is where we did Birds oh, of I Prey. Oh, I know why. Wait, let me, let me guess. It's yeah. because Birds of Prey mm. has birds in the title. Mm. Joaquin Phoenix... Mm-hmm. Plays in Joker. Phoenix is a bird. So no, that's, that's why. No, <laughs> no. You said um, you said something. Then I said it's like in Joker, and you said I haven't seen Joker, and I was like, what? No, I, I, I know. I was doing a that, and also because why fire trucks are red. <laughs> 
Because it, I, I enjoyed what we did with the sort of Batman-esque yeah. thing. And I thought this is a great movie to have because I don't want to rewrite it. Okay. I want to continue it on into Batman era. I want to see how, if there were to be sequels and a universe built around yeah. this, how would we go about it? Um, but before we get to that, what did you think of this movie? I know. I honestly thought it was absolutely genius. Um, it's it's fucking no, good. Right? It's brilliantly, brilliantly done. The assessment of mental illness is brilliantly done. The soundtrack. The awesome. soundtrack is genius. Um, and the shots. The shots. Are so great. And Joaquin is just oh, Joaquin, truly, I mean, truly, truly I brilliant. Mean, truly brilliant. I don't think I've ever watched a Joaquin Phoenix movie that isn't good. Um, I I have something in my head, but I can't really call up the name now, like you see yeah. I've, I've i think i've only seen three to begin with <laughs> it's uh walk the line her and, oh okay yeah. and joker no there's um, more there's a lot more no i know there's <laughs> more, but i haven't seen a bad joaquin Phoenix okay, movie. okay okay um cool. but yeah the what what i wanted to say about the shots is when we were watching it there yeah. were literally moments where you would be like that's an amazing shot. And be like yeah man i know i, know. I said the same shit when i was watching it but what's great about it is we said we say this a lot though, but yeah. we specifically said it a lot in in the Batman stuff, yeah, and Batman Superman and this. You can build a movie around what you want around the plot a story to be. Yeah. and have cool shots that tell the story and help tell the yeah, story. But actually, even more so, like Joker, the, the movie is not it's not a it's not a movie that's based around the story. Yeah. The story is based around a character. Yes. And that's something I've it's also been... It's character-driven. Yeah, it's yeah. something I've been talking about a lot on the show is how, like, there's a tendency in Western media to be completely story-driven, where yeah. the characters change because of what's required by the story, yes. which is not how real world, the real world works. Yes. Because people and who they are and the fact that they don't generally change mm. makes stories. That's what creates yes. stories. Yes, So, yeah, this focus on who he is and... You know, the deep trauma within him and but each, the things he's repressed and so on. And that sort of, the story sort of keeps happening around him. Almost like, you know, a real living person. Exactly. Like, where, like you're living your life and it's it, everything's going insane. And also, the world is happening around you. Mm-hmm. And then he finally connects to that world, almost. You know, like, yeah. he finally brings himself into the world. And he says that in a certain stage when he says, you know, like, for a long time I wasn't sure I existed. But I do. Yeah, and I people have, have started noticing, and you're like, no. but what I wanted to say is yeah. the shots, th- those oh. cool shots where we're like, fuck, yeah, but there are cool some shot. like mundane ones, just like random, yeah. and it's gorgeous. But the cool shots, yeah. help to tell the story. Yes, yes, you see, they're very story oriented. Yeah, don't build a movie around a cool shot. Yeah, but the cool shot. If, but you can make a cool shot yeah. of what your exactly. story and character exactly. is about. Like there's this one shot where from above he's lying on the bed. And his mom is, like, the, the, just the tale told in this one shot. Like, his mom's in the hospital at this stage. And his mom's side of the bed is empty. Yeah. So there is some imagery. The gun is lying on the other side of his, uh, sorry, on the bedside locker. There's a lot of smokes. There's um, a newspaper on the floor reading yeah. something. I mean, that sounds like a really obvious, really silly visual cue. But it is helpful and it's awesome. What I also just thought of Yeah, and it's is what murder the rich, kill the rich or something. Kill the rich, yeah. yeah. Kill the rich movement, question mark. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the other things that I noticed this time around because I watched it yesterday yeah, and that's, and that's when it kicked in maybe we should watch it for, for the podcast yeah. um, and having watched it so close together yeah. 
there's something in that shot that I also didn't click the first time yeah. around. The first time I was like, that's kind of weird. What he does is he brings the pillow like yeah. up to his face and you're like, okay, he's sniffing the smell of his mother or something. But then in the next scene, yeah. immediately after that, he smothers his mother with a pillow. Yeah. So it's sort of like him when he was practicing to shoot himself in the head. Yeah. It's him practicing, how would I smother my mother? Yeah. But it's quite funny. That, it's almost like he, he, sniffing he, for his he, mother he goes for like more than one like almost it's suicide. Levels. Yeah. And then that almost suicide becomes murder. Yeah. Like <laughs> down the line. Yeah. Um, I'm, I might be spoiling a lot of the movie, but honestly, guys, if you're watching this and, you know, we've got our cover art, you, you know what we're doing. Yeah. I'm going to be more than happy to spoil because if you come in <laughs> expecting yeah. anything but spoilers, I don't know what's wrong with We probably you. should have said this up top, but usually no, if it's something... You guys, no, I'm sorry. It's way too obvious. No, no, no. Just what... what no, I should have mentioned this. Yeah. Is that, I mean, if you don't know by now, in the show notes, I list every movie that we're yeah. going to do. Um, so, and I do even when it's a movie like Joker, yeah. that's like good and you should experience it firsthand before you talk about it. Yeah. Um, I usually do put spoilers in brackets. Yeah, 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 yeah. So but like, they, there are time codes, you can skip it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. honestly, to, to listen to our show without having watched the movies, like, I guess it's fun, but if you're going to watch the movie, um, don't spoil don't, it for, don't yourself, spoil it for yeah. yourself. Like, I mean, you know we're doing, like, movies. You know we yeah. rewrite them. Obviously, we're going to go into the nitty-gritty. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so so I have a comment on what you wanted to do. So you want to not rewrite the movie. No. Um, we can do maybe so this is actually this, this was actually my, my objection, right? Being that we're killed rewrites. I'm okay with you writing a continued universe. Yeah. But the thing we have to do. We have to. We nitpick. have to rewrite the movie. But we ha I know, I know, that's the problem. See, you uh, keep doing this. You keep bringing movies in that you really love. And then the problem is... Because I had an idea for... It was going to be something completely no, look, different. Okay, then make it something completely different. <laughs> See, he's getting angry at me because he's get he gets these cool creative ideas and then he doesn't want to um, do the sacrilege bit. I lose, I lose sight of the original question. This is why it's taken me this long to get a distinction in any university subject. I just ignore the question. Yeah, he's like, oh, this is a really cool thing to answer about. Yeah, but what are you answering? <laughs> so, Joker, how shall we adjust... That beautiful piece of art that we just watched. <laughs> it's like taking a freaking spray bottle to the Mona Lisa. I'd start with <laughs> those kids that beat him up in the beginning, not going, kick him harder, harder, harder. harder. <laughs> it's like, you're... okay, yeah, no, I agree with you. That's bullshit. Yeah. Like no one, they're already kicking him. Kick him. I'm like, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're doing. What you, you don't have to narrate your own life. <laughs> like I'd I'd recommend you go see the same lady that Arnold uh, Arnold Arthur. Arthur Fleck was uh was seeing before they took the funding away. <laughs> she might be able to help. Except she doesn't listen. She doesn't. But at least she can give the medication. And seven medications they should be doing something. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, that, that was a moment of like, oh my God, yeah, sure. Because psychiatry like, because, is just a numbers game. No, psychiatry is just, yeah, throw the drugs at you. And I mean, and well, I, I, I mean, know this, is... this might sound disparaging, but like, look, you've got a basic idea of what kind of drugs might work, then you try. Yes. <laughs> and that's it. And also it's, it's um, 
it's what we have determined because we, we're way too lazy to look it up. It's the 1960s, 50s, 70s. I still think by, based on the cars, it's 70s. I think it might be like early 70s, yeah, yeah and just Gotham sort of late fashion trend, yeah. you know? Because <laughs> Gotham's always been just a little behind the curve. <laughs> Unless it's their superheroes, then they're trendy as fuck. <laughs> I wear all black. And sometimes really, really dark grey. <laughs> and... And yellow. And I blue. Like, sometimes and no, no. blue. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I like blue. Yeah. <laughs> no. And I generally wear yellow. I you know, I think brightens up the place. <laughs> <laughs> I got this colourful child. Helps brighten up the place. <laughs> uh, okay, well so um, um besides your tiny nitpicking as due to one of on the first that, shots of the movie. Yeah. Um because okay, I have very little trouble with this movie. Especially in the sense that it like it takes a villain right mm. and makes them super relatable, and you you see like it 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 creates this beautiful dichotomy, this sort of balance between you know the fact that a lot of the things he's experiencing, a lot of the suffering he's got, and a lot of the ideals that he develops through the movie are things yeah. that a rational, reasonable person would t- generally agree with. Yes, but the actions he it's takes, relatable. Yeah, but the actions he takes, you see, are like you know. Too far, step too far. Yeah, um, violent, less rational, much much less reasonable. So you can yeah. you can see how this truly damaged individual. Yeah, right. You, so basically, as we find out, you yeah. know, with the abuse and yeah, stuff that he's like brain damage and, and shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, like really damaged person, and you can see how a world like that, like this, mm. would um, bec- make them a villain. You yeah, know? create a villain. I said to you, we're, we're we. I mean, we experience riots every so often yeah like not quite that bad but it's scary to think that it takes like it could take one dude yeah doing something bananas yeah and we have a joker for us to have a joker yeah. and that the riots would eventually get that bad because then they have someone to rally well, the behind. thing is the u.s riots are not only getting that bad now they, they are have yeah over and over and over and over and over and over again in the past for yeah. the same reasons mm. these American riots have been happening. They don't look at them. The 1970s, there yeah. were massive riots all over the US. Mm. Similar to this, about the same stuff. Also racially, like, stressful. Yeah. Also economically, it's... Um, like, 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 you know. Plus we got a political. virus. Yeah, also that. That's just, not helping. Just <laughs> squeezing on the pressure of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... As I was saying, what I like about it is creating this villain yeah. that is super relatable. Yes. So you can understand a human being becoming that. Becoming yeah. that. Um, and I don't know if you want to do that again so that you can develop the movie. Because we are I, rewriting I, no, the I, first movie. I want the the development of Joker, yeah. the way he goes. I might change how th- some, some, some things are shown. Yeah. Or maybe plot, little details of plot, because yeah, again, yeah. they don't matter as much as the character. Yes, as long yeah, as long as the character and the beats that he goes through, yeah, are in the same order. Okay, you but know then what I you've mean. You've got a job in it ahead of you. <laughs> yeah, because now you've got to decide what changes. Okay, so um, what I think would change, yeah, what I would change to start off with is, I would make the uh, the relationship with the girl. Um, oh, the, the, his um sort of floor mate yeah yeah the the the, the lady that lives on the same floor as him that he thinks he's dating yeah for part of the movie um i would make that sort of the montage when they um when he finally realizes that she wasn't there 
I'd make it a bit more clear because some of the shots they feel like they just took the shots when she'd left that that is what they there. did but remember that like the whole idea there right is that mm. he's he was delusional no i know but what i would have done is i would have kept the same shot yeah and just have her not be there so same shot and then have her not be yeah there, like for example the hospital one you can take the shot from outside the door and then have like someone walk past yes because the first one did it really nicely we're standing by the door and yeah. he's talking and then there's no one there yeah I like that, you know, just the frame change. But I think it's the hospital one and the one before but, uh, it where they changed the what, angle what, what, as well. What they did do, right? Work what they me. did do is that all of the shots that they used for the reveal yeah. were shots that were they had shots, already. Yeah. For example, the one, him standing by the door, that shot was there just after she'd left. Yeah. You know, like in his in his mind. Yeah. In his mind. In his mind hole, yeah. Um, so, and there was also the same shot that they used in the hospital to reveal it. Yes, yes. That was there at a stage. Yeah. Um, so, basically, I understand what you're saying, but it's yeah. just this, the, the parallels that they draw there are pretty good. They are very good. They yeah. are very good. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm nitpicking now. This is a good movie, and I don't yeah, know what okay, I'm doing Honestly, to I'm going to be honest. I'm... This is why I didn't want to do this. This is why I wanted to write a sequel to <laughs> it and see how we would make it progress. Yeah, I understand that, but that's why I'm saying you need to change. You need, At least one thing. You can you can change change a plot thing. Just alter it so that the same beats get, you know, get hit. Yeah. But it's not the same plot point. Okay. Um, with yeah. his With his mother. Yeah. Okay. For me, that reminds me a bit too much of uh, Penguin in Gotham. Okay. And sort of Penguin looks after his, like, elderly mother. Okay. And he's, like, a total mama's boy. And he snaps when she gets killed. Okay. Uh, well, he, he snapped sort of way before that. But, yeah, like, yeah. it's like no, a I big snap saying, yeah. moment. And so what I would do is, instead of him, like, looking after his mother and yeah. whatnot, have him already have moved, you know... She she's she's like in a in a care facility or something like that, you know, like a hospital already already dying. No, but that doesn't work because of the money that they've not got. Um, no, but that and also he's I, a struggling comedian yeah, by himself. I understand, but I also like the old idea of him having being you know so diligently taking care of his mom and then learning afterwards what went down in his early life. What no, I well, that what I don't like about that whole through thing. him using all his money to pay for her to get the care she needs and him living in squalor. Maybe. maybe. I, I feel like that that's because I'm trying to change. Yeah, but I You're just changing shit back to the yeah, old I movie. know, but I think that the familiarity that he has with his mom... That... No, he can go visit her every day and everything and have that familiarity. Okay. I just feel that the whole, um, you know, they live in a small part okay, together how are you gonna bring, too much bring like the whole story. The whole him watching... No, I understand what you're saying, but I I see how it fits into the story. One issue I, I did have with that whole yeah. thing, right, is that it's not very clear... But it does seem to me yeah. like his mother was basically framed um, to, no, for the, the embarrassment's whole, sake. The whole point is she is insistent that she was framed. Yeah. And what the evidence sort of gives yes. us is that... But then she says in that, in that sequence where the evidence gets yeah, revealed, that she says that he's just arranged all of that. Yeah. And then later, he's got a photo of her. And yeah. on the back it says, um, yeah. love your smile or something. And it's, it's signed T.W. T.W. Um, Thomas Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. So... I know that that sort of gives you the idea that, yeah, maybe he did rig the whole thing to make it look. 
But I, I would like that to be the case. No, but you see, Dave, now you're going back into my territory of the next one. <laughs> you see, this is what I was saying, because I have ideas about that. But that's in the next one. <laughs> okay, we but, need to rewrite but, this one. Yeah, but that's what I'm trying to change in this one. Because this one, that is an issue I had. is Because I think I think that it's a great story if he is Thomas Wayne's son. If... Thomas Wayne did arrange but all of this. But this gives him something to do in the second one is to figure yeah. out... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Just in the first movie, make it a lot clearer uh, that, it was. that it was. But again, that's just a small nitpick. It's the same as me saying, don't say, I, kick him harder. I you don't know? think it's a small nitpick because it, it, it is this ambigu- ambiguity throughout the whole movie. Yeah. Um, Until, maybe until that shot with the, the photo. Yeah. that sort of makes it quite... That sort of clenches it. Not completely, but it does. Maybe have her just have some more evidence on, uh, you know, maybe a couple of letters yeah, from him instead like of him that, just yeah. totally ignoring yeah. her. Maybe at the start he sent a couple of letters, or he sent like a like a stop stop sending letters yeah. when it or got like, a bit yeah hectic. like a legal exchange yeah. of some sort. Maybe she's got she said she signed a non disclosure agreement. Maybe she's got that access. Yeah, maybe to that. she has a copy of the, yeah. no. Although then that would have exonerated her. No, because that's what those agreements are. She's legally like if she's legally not permitted to speak about it. And if she speaks about it, then she can get taken to court for that. Oh, so the, the cops can't find the NDA and be like, yeah, you signed this NDA. Well, if they find the NDA, But yeah. that's what I mean. When she was originally... Yeah, but she's not allowed to reveal the NDA. That's but she usually, did. She did to her son. No, to the doctors at the hospital. She said that... They made me sign papers. No, she said that to her son. She didn't no, say that. No, but she also said says in the sequence of when when it's flashback to her She doesn't son, say that. She doesn't say papers. She says... Um, sign something. And she only yeah. says that to, to, to um, nah. her son. No, because... She I says know. something about not being able to say or that Thomas uh, is fabricating that she's yes, crazy. Yes, that she says. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But she doesn't say in the hospital but anything about the NDA. For them to investigate and find no, the it NDA? Wouldn't. It wouldn't. And the NDA is between her and the other entity. Yeah, but so we're saying that she has a copy of it. Yeah, well, of course she does. It's a contract. Yeah, so that's just in the house. But she can't... Yeah, but, like, people don't just go into your house. Like, what, what I'm this trying... This is movie you know, cops. No, they no, can listen. get a warrant for anything. <laughs> okay, but listen. Leave the NDA in her house. Okay. Have her be faithful until her death okay. to that agreement. Have her never, you know, like, okay. try and prove her innocence because... Because of... Yeah, basically, okay. let her be this abused individual. Let her be gaslighted, you know? Okay. And then, after she dies, he can, you know, the NDA can be in the apartment. He can find it, or the cops can find it yeah. because of everything he's done towards the end of the movie. Okay. You can even have... Well, sort it could of even be in that folder where yeah. that he steals, because the adoption papers are in there. No, so. but no, it won't be in there, because, um, as I said, that so that's her treatment um, details. The NDA will not be there because the whole point again is that That's it's between so true, him yeah. and her. Yeah. Um. So he, she can have a copy of the NDA. Yeah. And maybe due to what Joker does. Yeah. Right at the end of the movie, they the cops go to his apartment and find the NDA. and they find the NDA and sort of okay. the sort of there's yeah you you know it builds well into the idea you mentioned about your second movie. So you've got the cops. We can have a sort of after credit scene. Yeah. Where the cops go into his apartment, find a bunch of stuff, and start building this story about his background. About his background, and he, yeah. So he knows less about the truth than the cops who are investigating and trying to find him. And you can yeah. have Joker-like stuff happening. This, 
you know, sort of continuation of this movement or how the movement goes sour for him or yeah. et cetera. Um, and, and then in the background, a B-plot of like these cops learning about his mother, learning okay, about Thomas so Wayne. Are we moving on to the second one now? Have yeah, we changed I enough? I think we've changed enough because okay. now we've created actual plot points here. We've, we've built little plot points to build into the second movie. Okay, so Joker and we have hardly changed the, the beautiful piece movie. of art. Yeah. <laughs> the second movie in this universe, right? Yeah. It can be a Joker 2, it can be a Batman, yeah. it can be anything, right? So what I was thinking is pretty much what you have there. Yeah. So what we have now is the cops have found this NDA. Yeah. His mother told him about it. Thomas Wayne told him, no, fuck you. Yeah. But, the, uh, but she never showed him the NDA. Yeah. So there's, basically the there's, there's going to be a, a detective somewhere who's... Yeah trying to find out the truth and realizes things about Thomas Wayne yes and realizes things about um, the background of the Joker and the the, the, the treatment of his mother during the, yeah during the work them working together and all during her working for Thomas Wayne and afterwards and yeah you know. so I was thinking what could happen is he um, after he ran out of the hospital yeah they was chasing him up and down yeah. the halls. He eventually makes it outside. Like, you can literally... It's so, so such a classic Joker thing. Joker escapes Arkham. I mean, yeah. it just happens sometimes. And you, you can even um, start the next movie yeah. with him, like, bursting through yeah. the doors in a hallway and running okay. fucking down the hallway. But then the thing we need in the next movie, because now he's a bona fide villain, right? Well, that's what I was yeah. thinking. He, he comes needs a plot. out. Yeah. He comes out and he decides, you know, because he's still, he's still spiraling, idea, right? Yeah, I have an idea. He's not quite at the end like at full joker yet yeah. he's still no, got a little bit pretty, of pretty joker no but he's not like mark hamill joker no yet. no no no. but he is pretty fucking yeah. joker but he's still got a little bit of um self-preservation yeah like the joker has self-preservation but more in a flamboyant kind of way yeah. like he still <laughs> well, I mean, has yeah. that um because he says at the beginning he he's not he doesn't care about the movement he doesn't care about yeah, it he... but obviously the Gotham PD and everyone thinks that he is the leader now. No, but also like that fun, that shot of him like standing up in the car and that whole movement supporting yeah. him. Maybe he wasn't for it before, but maybe now he sees a chance, well, an it avenue. Could, it could be a conflicting thing in his mind. What I was thinking is that he goes no, deep but, hiding again. Yeah, but rather than him being like thinking politically now, he just sees this love of him by the movement yeah. as an opportunity, as a tool to use. Yeah. Okay. And I actually have a great idea here. Oh, yeah. Um, so in the second movie, you know, because he's obviously, he is actually part of the movement. Like, as much as he claims that he, he's not political, his motivations are very much aligned with the whole kill the rich. Yeah. Um, you know, like... No, but what Goth I was thinking the, 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 is... Wait, 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 yeah. wait. The poor of Gotham are, like, revolting. And yeah. I, I, know, I know, it's very <laughs> rude of me. They are revolting. <laughs> it's very rude of me. But yeah, like... Um, Super rats. So, and he wants to, like, take out this, like... He, he claims the world is fucked up. No one's polite anymore. Yeah. And um, he probably... Basically, so it, it shows that he's got this hatred of the institution, of the structure of society. Yeah. Um, and... Okay. So, so, so we can have him sort of try... Have the goal throughout the movie, right? Mm -hmm. Of destroying the structure of um, breeding chaos, of, of, of stoking it. Wait... And then the sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I've got something here, and if you interrupt me, I'm okay, going to just break. Just keep going. Just okay. Keep going. So, um, and as we said, the, there's a B plot of a cop finding out about yeah. about Thomas Wayne actually being his father. Mm. Um, and we need to keep it so that the Joker never truly finds this out. Okay. So basically, the cop needs to die at the end, somehow. Okay. And I would like to make the cop dying, and all of that information being lost. Yeah. Somehow coincide 
with the movement being sort of collapsing around him and no longer yeah, be, being becoming more fragmentary and him okay, his star I, falling basically can can i add now what i wanted yeah. to add because it plays into that i like that okay. you know of him doing like still causing the chaos and, yeah. and sort of trying to lead this movement yeah. but i still feel have him go it, this is just for a dramatic moment yeah. really okay have him go without the makeup yeah in a safe house with sort of go-betweens, you know, he's running things from from the shadows. So you see the parts of the Joker that you never see in the rest of DC, because he's obviously he obviously makes loads of plans, but you yeah. only ever see the the plan happening. The plan happening. So you have him making the plans from the shadows yeah. and communicating and keeping the movement going. Yeah. But as time goes by, and he has to make appearances and stuff. No, well that's the thing. As yeah. time goes by, he doesn't make appearances because he's still too scared that the cops are after him. Okay. Okay, so he needs so, to have the development through the movie of self-preservation at the beginning to, like, I can protect my fucking self. Well, no, well, to, to, to it basically being that because people don't see him, yeah. they start losing interest in the mo- in the movement, and then the movement, st- because they think our leader oh, has abandoned uh, uh, us, but and that's I, how the I, movement I can crumble like around I like him, him being heavily involved at first, right? No, and then he, what, I'm, what I was thinking is because, then he comes out finally... Yeah. And he's like back in full makeup, yeah. ready to lead. And they have this big rally at the Ace Chemicals building. Okay. And he falls into one of the vats, which burns the um, the, the makeup, the makeup into, his into skin. his skin, the hair dye into his hair um, and everything. And okay. basically that chemical composition or whatever, mixing with the makeup, oh, yeah. I makes like, him I like that final not point, age. But I don't like the Joker in seclusion idea. You don't like. Him I like the idea the of seeing him run things from the shadows, as he obviously must do for a lot of his schemes to I guess, happen. Yeah, but I also, but during it, I would like if, like, at the start of the thing, he's very involved in the movement, and the movement's very cohesive. Oh yeah. But this is what happens with big movements like this: as they, they start splintering. Growing. Yeah. Um, and also bearing in mind, a lot of the people involved in the movements are criminals. You're gonna yeah. have to accept that. And criminals will take their opportunities. Yes. So basically, this thing that he, you know. The starts believing that he's, made. You know, yeah. that he's accidentally made and he starts believing in it and he starts getting involved it should collapse around him and in fact okay, i love yeah. this like you can have that ace chemicals rally right yeah he calls that and things go badly wrong and through all of that yeah he falls in the vat and through all of that the cops the cop that's investigating him yeah is there and somehow gets caught up in crap and gets killed. I was actually thinking, so Bruce is about eight or ten. I can't remember what they say. I think. Yeah, okay. Uh, um, he looked like ten-ish in the Joker. Ten-ish in the Joker so yeah. Let's say let's say ten, okay. And then I like the idea. So there, there was a, a series, an animated series called The Batman. Yeah. That came after the Batman animated series. Yeah. Um, where it's sort of kind of Batman year three. Yeah. But in this series, I think he's only like 24, 25 years old, yeah. right? I mean, he would he st- did yeah. start young. He must but have. He, but he's been Batman for three years now, which is something with the movies that always annoyed yeah, me. Yeah, they're always old. Well, because they choose older actors yeah. to play. so Because um, they want the gruff voice. Exactly. And I like this idea of him, of Bruce starting young. So yeah. 10, let's give it until he's about 20. Yeah, oh, perfect. Yeah. 20 is year one. Yeah. Um. So what we do is we say um, that well, in, in the second in movie the we can still years, have the sort of C plot, I guess, of Bruce Bruce's story and how it relates to the plot of J- Joker and how yeah, well, because it's implied that yeah. they're brothers now. Yeah, 
Yeah. And how now we've confirmed it. Yeah. Um, and how Bruce interacts with the news and the world during his growing up from when his parents get yeah. killed to him becoming another monster. I like it. I like it. And we can have that sort of parallel of the first movie. Exactly. Like Bruce's descent into madness. Because let's be fucking honest. It's his descent Batman into is madness. Mad. Yes, okay. he's, he's insane. The act of being the Batman is mad. It is mad. Um, so yeah, like you can have this paralleled descent into madness from the side of, yeah. of, of, of Bruce during this, um, you know, having embraced the madness, the Joker finds that the world, you know, might seem crazy, but is not going to be supporting him in his craziness yes. in particular. Yes. And so Bruce mustn't play a part in the plot. No, no. I What I was just thinking yeah. is you give it about 10 years for Bruce to yeah. be to be Batman and actually try and stop the Joker at any point, right? Yeah. But if you look at the comics, a lot of the consensus is that Joker was created by Batman fucking up with Red Hood. That's sort of the general consensus, is that Batman created his own monster. But but that's why I like the idea that that, um, Thomas Wayne created Batman's monster. No, sort of like that. But what I was thinking is you can also then include... Bruce Wayne's, well, Batman's pseudo father figure, Jim Gordon, and have him be the cop responsible for the Joker falling in the in the vat. But then Jim Gordon has to either lose his memory or die. No, no, they think he's dead and they leave. Who? They, when Joker falls into the, the vat. Yeah, no, no, but what I'm saying is that, that it's important that the information yeah. that um, Joker's father was in fact Thomas Wayne never yeah. gets revealed to anyone other than the cop investigating. No, but the cop investigating is most going to die. That's what I'm saying. So y- if you want to make the cop that is investigating, you can make it in his partner. You can no, make no, no, the, no. I'm not saying Gordon is the one investigating. I'm saying no. he's a rookie cop no, but we can, that was called in for backup we, when we they We can took... call him a rookie detective okay. who's just been partnered with this old, angry, um, with reserve his, detective. What's, right? his, what's and, his name? Um, Bullock, Harvey Bullock. Okay. And Bullock just doesn't trust this kid. Okay. So it doesn't, you know, deal him in on the on the on the on, on the information he's been researching. Yeah. So he's sort of like saddled with this rookie, oh, yes, rookie yes. detective, and that is um, Gordon. Yeah. And yeah, then Gordon can be there when when Bullock dies. Yes. When he gets killed by I I, I would I I would say like uh, in the chaos of that rally, of the rally a bunch yeah. of goons wearing Joker masks. Yeah. Um. Just. Kill him. Kill him because they Basically realize he's a on cop. Basically, yeah. as, as they're working through the crowd yeah. to get to Joker for the final stand. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so, so yeah, then I, because then you've got Bruce Wayne's father, Thomas Wayne, uh, as well as his pseudo father, uh, Jim Gordon. Yeah. Both created this monster for him. Yeah. And by that time, then he'll be about 20, uh, uh, about. About. We'll make him like 14, 15. 14, 15. Because then once he reaches 20, yeah. his first, like, sort of the thing that sort of kickstarts him is that even though the Joker movement died out when he was a kid, yeah, the guy responsible for it actually survived. And he's once again I causing have, I chaos. I actually have a cool idea. Gotham. I have a cool idea of Alfred. Like, just a shot. You know, I have the Joker walking past, okay? Yeah. Or something going past. Some shot, some scene yeah. goes past um, a like taekwondo or something studio okay okay like somewhere where batman can learn some fighting abilities yeah and you have alfred and bruce coming out and yeah. read the news or something you just have yeah. this little shot 
of like you know revealing that Bruce is learning to fight, um, having Bruce interact with the plot, so something yeah. in the news could be happening um, because of the Joker or because yeah. of the, the the movement, and Bruce can have that, and then the, you know have a short conversation with Alfred about that and about how Bruce and and see how Bruce like starts thinking about yeah. the world around him and how it's being affected by these things. Especially when you consider that these clown riots. Yeah. Are, in fact, a clown freaking killed his, um, you know, someone with a clown yeah. mask killed his parents in this in this universe. Yeah, and he saw that. And so. he saw that. So he can, you know, get this sort of anger going about this clown-based clown yeah. riot and this this joker and his yeah. um, evil evil crap and stuff. I love that. I love that. And what what's really nice about doing something like this where he does eventually fall in the chemicals and everything. Yeah is we've now solved the problem as to why he's not like an old man when he's fighting Batman. Oh, is that I see. the makeup and chemical mixture yeah. sort of basically he can he ages inside. Yeah. You know, like he he, he gets older. Yeah, but his <laughs> his skin never changes yeah. on his it's face sort of a, and what. Yeah, like a like a like a death mask almost, yeah. but forever for life. Yeah. <laughs> basically and because yeah, and I don't know if we could say that he <laughs> I don't know, maybe that his organs don't fail, that some of it got in his mouth or something. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. We, 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 can, we can make it, fucking we can organs make it the magical, the magic, well, magical plot even, armor that. Yeah. Like yeah. magical plot armor. That, that, yeah. that vat is our magical plot armor for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so then there we've got a second movie. Now we've set up the Joker in sort of the power that he does have. And we've limited his power in that. Yeah. Like, yes, these massive riots, he can cause them and but. he can, sort of guide them but he can never control them yeah but he does have sort of an inner circle so you've got the joker yeah. as an established crime boss almost. yeah well that's what he is yeah eventually. yeah that's what i'm saying it's like yeah. you've already got him so you've got sort of got him established as a crime boss now and you've got uh, this very convincing backstory i think for bruce becoming mm. a madman as well yeah so the next one you can have the batman come in finally yeah well that's what i'm saying yeah. then batman year one yeah you just start instead of him training just because he wanted well, to... Well, Alfred is military. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is just because Bruce Bruce starts training because he wants to, you know, find I, his parents' I, killer and... I, I, I would and say that Bruce out. starts training because Alfred is scared for, you know, his life, for for the young master's yeah. life. And decides, you know, he can protect Bruce, but when he's not there... I guess that's true. Yeah. So he decides Bruce yeah, needs to be able to, to defend yeah. himself. Yeah, that's why yeah. I'm saying, like... And now you've got the added motivation of it being a clown, and yeah. he was the leader, and so you got this Joker character that pops up every now and again, yeah. causes chaos, and then vanishes yeah. without a trace. You know? Exactly, I like that. Yeah. And, yeah, he's, he sort of aligns the Joker with the, yeah. the guy who killed his parents in his mind. Um, exactly. And exactly. But then what I like to do with the third movie, right? Well, no, well... I, I think we should cut it short here because we've been going on for a long time. Okay. So, so I think we should move on to the next to... <laughs> movie. But if you want to hear more of our Joker universe, okay. let us know. Give us a comment. Send us a message. Tweet us. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Would you like to see how the Batman in this universe deals with the Joker exactly. and vice versa? And and how other villains can start coming in yeah. and so forth. Let us know. But anyways, I think we should move on to movie you want to move number on. two. Number yes, two? number two. Let's go. Okay, so number two. Um, we've done Joker. Yeah. And, it, and it's been good. Um, now I want, to, I want to shift gears into the more fantastical. Okay. Um, and I, I thought we could do a movie that was severely disappointing. So much so that a four-book series got turned... In, I think it's actually a 
five book movie? No, four book series got turned into a single movie okay. that never got sequels. Um, it's Aragon. Yes. Yes, Aragon, Aragon. Uh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, see, also, see, see, just see, by the way, Aragon is one letter change away from dragon. dragon. I know, <laughs> I know. I'm fully aware I sell books. Um, <laughs> so I have not actually watched the movie or read the books, but I, don't, I tend not to watch live action fantasy anything because yeah. it tends to be one plus ridiculous. Like, yeah. um, like Lord of the Rings was good. That's pretty much it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and everything else is also half a copy of Lord of the Rings. Well, yeah, because it is one of the most complete and long-standing works of fantasy. You know? It's like the most movie-made work of fantasy yeah. as well, in terms like the most successful. I think. Yeah. Not necessarily money-wise, but just the, the Lord of the Rings, not The Hobbit. Yeah. Lord of the Rings is just a great, great group of movies oh, yeah. that is loved by many people still. Mm. And and we always talk about Lord of the Rings, how Peter Jackson took the time to tell the story properly you know yeah the movies are fuck long they in detail it but it's also doled out in digestible chunks yeah and also like in story rather than i'm now here to expose exposition exposition yes. exposition is my job there's so um i think it's the honest trailer yeah for um for aragon yeah ha- makes this point and that's sort of where I want to start things off. Okay. okay? Bear you, in mind, I don't know shit about okay, the so, plot. Or... So, throughout the book... But wait, let me guess. Well, throughout, throughout <laughs> the book and the movie... Let me guess. Chosen, Aragon, chosen person finds dragon egg. No, no, no. So there are no dragons around story. anywhere. We're not even getting to the story yet. Okay. Um, throughout the book and the movie, Sophia can communicate with Aragon telepathically. Who's that? Okay. The dragon. Okay. The dragon uh, can tel- uh, telepathically empathically communicate with its writer yeah okay which is great in a movie yeah not in a movie in a book yeah because you're sort of you you can write it yeah yeah and you're explaining explaining surroundings and what they see and whatnot in the movie if you and they did it on this honest trailer if you cut out safira's dialogue yeah like if you just make it give her look give looks yeah and facial expressions instead of having her blurt out everything that you can already see on her face. <laughs> the scenes of the movie become so much more impactful. <laughs> and I think that's a big part that was of was actually um, well done in, like, How to Train Your Dragon is having yes. this dragon with, like, highly expressive features. But it's still a dragon. Yeah. It's still not a human. And you know? even though Safira isn't very expressive in the movie, it still works. Like, they literally cut out the dialogue and show you the scenes side by side. Okay. And you're like, yeah. That works. <laughs> and that's a big problem with this movie. They tell you everything. everything. Yeah. And they, if you read the book, half the, the plot that happened in the movie happens, but it's the, the exposition is doled out throughout like a three, four book period. Yeah. You know? Yes, there's new things that come in later and there's elves. And yeah, but shit also like it's that. not just like someone comes in and now tells you about this whole new yes. part of the world. You can just write that in a book. Yes. Uh, the elf, uh, Arya, that trans. Uh, tra- uh, transfers the the egg to where Aragon finds it. Um, in the movie, they also have like sort of a telepathic link when they when he dreams, she talks to okay. him in his dreams. Yeah. Where in the movie he sees her dancing in a forest once in his dreams, yeah. and then he's like, "I need to save this person." Okay. And then she gets attacked, and he's like, "I need to heal this person." You know, in the so in the wait, book, like just where is she from? Like just, in the movie, it's just like random person suddenly random, appears in the yeah, plot. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, instead of having this whole yeah. relationship build up of that, she was see, in that, my like, head. You can the play whole with time. that really cool, like in yeah. a really cool way. Like you could just be having dreams and they're interesting and exactly. like somehow they connect to the real world and then slowly realize there's someone behind these dreams, there's someone talking to me, and then eventually get to the you know that's yeah. a whole story by and itself. What was really cool about it as well, right? Yeah. Is it the book had Galbatorix, uh yeah. the the king. The big, big bad, yeah. right? He was mentioned in the first book, mentioned in the second book. I think maybe shows up for one chapter in the second book. Okay. Only in the third book does he become a character when I think Aragorn gets captured and tortured by him personally. Okay. But until then, like in the first book specifically, yeah. he's mentioned, but Doza, the, the evil shade, okay. is the main bad guy. Yeah. They did not need John Malkovich sitting in a throne room <laughs> Just John Malkovich fucking movie pretending to be a king that has no dialogue or any sort of mention besides whispers of this is the evil king yeah. in any of it yeah. in the first book. And they totally could have done that. You don't need uh, the emperor spitting orders at Darth Vader from the first movie, you know? Yeah, yeah, you exactly. You can have mention of the, the, the emperor, emperor and show him later. Keep yeah. that, you know, tension, tension and go- mystery exactly. going. So, yeah, from what I'm hearing is, like, there's no tension kept here. And then every time that they try to, like, break the tension with, like, a... Like a big reveal or a twist. Yeah. There is no tension. So it's just, exactly. Oh, okay. Exactly. Because like, oh, there's this random woman and he now wants to go save. and he Yeah. And also, though, just yeah. as a side note, now moving to the story. Yeah. As much as I'm saying there's issues with the story and the way the story was told in the movie and whatnot. Yeah. Um, the book ain't amazing. Okay. Let's call it like it is. It was written by a 15-year-old. Okay. Okay. I haven't read it, so like, I can't say Aragon shit. was written by a 15-year-old. Like, fact. He yeah, wrote but, it when he was okay. 15 years okay. old. But I'm sure it's better than Fifty Shades of Grey. No, yeah, it's better than Fifty <laughs> Which Shades Which was of written by an adult human being. But it's it, it takes four books yeah. to sort of defeat the evil king and to get friend-zoned hard by the love interest that has been set up for three books. Yeah. You know, it's... it's there's not much more point to anything that really happens it's a hero's journey that's drawn yeah, out for a little too it's, long it's a hero's journey yeah, like that's what earlier when i was when i said like let me guess what it's about hero's journey exactly exactly um, so what i was thinking is yeah. let's let's throw it out the window okay we say aragon there were people that rode dragons dragon riders okay all of them were wiped out okay and a new egg is found and the first and aragon it hatches for aragon and he's now the new dragon rider Okay, go. okay, we just go. Just that's, create that's a story it. now. Create a story. We can maybe still say that the that Galbatorix was a dragon rider and he was the one that betrayed them and killed everyone. Okay, cool. And that's how he became king. Okay, does he still have a dragons? Um, it is revealed later that he does have one still. Okay. Um, so what's the point then? So you say that there is hardly a point. To the, the point original. is to defeat the evil king. Okay. That is oppressing the people. Okay. And you have a dragon. Honestly, from that starting point, I, I can only think of just a series of cliché. Like, okay. <laughs> it's not like, there's nothing good coming to mind. Um, yeah. Because it's just, oh, cool, okay, you're like... Unambi- well, yeah, there's yeah, how know, to train your dragon and then... Yeah, it's like, you're unambiguously good and this other thing is unambiguously evil. Like, actually, even yeah. how to train your dragon, the enemy isn't un- unambiguously evil. Yeah. It's just a wild creature living its life. Like, yeah. As it would. As it would, yeah. Yeah, like, 
so so it's not like evil it's just yeah it's really inconvenient um <laughs> you know kind yeah. of whereas in this like from what i mean from 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 that background you've given basically yeah. i'm un- the, 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 the 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 protagonist is unambiguously good and must defeat the unambiguously evil king that yeah. everyone agrees is evil and yes but no one is willing to do crap about which is also just unrealistic well not so much that no one is willing to he's got a fucking dragon one yeah it's it's okay so if you've got a whole if you've dragon. got a whole kingdom right yeah then one dragon done help oh you can go and you can go put down the uprising in that town while seven other towns are rising rising up it's good point like good point. and you know if you want your kingdom to be a maintained kingdom thing mm. then you know you've got to maintain productivity you've got to actually have money being made trade be- happening you you can't just like yeah, keep true. destroying every town that revolts and if you are so unambiguously evil see this is the problem with this like it's yeah it's just unbelievable yeah. like why would like what motivation does galbatorix have to, like maybe he's not a king maybe they were kings maybe the okay. dragon uh, how about this maybe before the dragon riders it's tapping Maybe before the the dragon Why riders. What did we do to the mic? Okay, I fixed it's it. It's fine. Um. Okay. So before we can say that the dragon riders served the king, served the monarchy, right? Okay. And one of them became disillusioned with the nature of feudalism and the monarchy and such. Okay. You know, abuse of power really, and like the fact how they like poor, poor starving people in the monarchy's mm. got all of this. Okay. Um. Right. So like a so, French Revolution with dragons. Yeah. So Galbatorix, but we, we come in the aftermath. Matt. Uh, so yeah. Galbatorix, right? Yeah can like revolt and basically ends up you can either you can have him be like not a king specifically yeah. not a king no more kings right okay. which is an old roman saying and it's yeah it just gives a whole bunch of like context to this yeah. like no more kings no more kings as the whole fucking motto okay of of the of the new M, the new kingdom sort of yeah no, you know like now it's the republic and he, you know he's 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 just you know the elected leader for life Okay. So you see, he starts out as a freedom fighter and he becomes an evil tyrant by having okay. power. Do you want to do his story of taking over no, or no. aftermath? Okay. Aftermath, right? Um, so the power has corrupted him. That's a lot more believable now. Now we've got a yeah. villain who's convincing. And now we've got room to play with some ambiguity. So what we can do is have the, these rebels, whatever that... that. Wait, so Galbatorix's thing was no more kings? Yeah. Okay. And then we can have these rebels that um, Galbatorix is fi- that are fighting Galbatorix and that Aragon finds himself in league with, right? Okay. They, if he's wait, no more kingsing, wait, does wait. he become the king then? He, he's not the king. He's the the revolutionary leader. The revolutionary leader for life. So so yeah. So the, he becomes a hypocrite. Yes. The, yeah. The dictator basically. Yes. Okay. But then the, the the further ambiguity we can play with. Yeah. Is um you can have. Yeah, this rebel organization be a bunch of royalists, okay. but the royal family is wiped. There's no one left because Galbatorix is smart. You okay. don't leave any living royals. But one of the things that all the royals had in common in this world of ours okay. was they were dragon riders. Okay, so then this new dragon rider. So this shows new dragon up. rider shows up, and they basically make him the new okay. heir. They 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 have a they attempt a royalist revolution, and it basically it cycles back. It's something that happened in the French Revolution. They, you know, the monarchy basically gets reinstated, yeah. but with a new king. Yeah. Okay. I, I like that. I yeah. think it's. And sen- then you've also got some complexity for a potential. Like you're not planning for a sequel, right? But you've yeah. got enough complexity for a sequel to be f- to be interesting because now you've got a king again. Yeah. You know, no That's more kings, true. and now you've got a king, and it's pretty much the people 
are experiencing the same thing. So you can have stuff like that. I, th- I think you've killed this one. Have I? <laughs> I, th- I think you've nailed it. I, I like it. We don't really have to go into much more detail on that because that's where you'd have to get serious about your fantasy writing and not make it, as Aragon is, ridiculously yeah. derivative of Lord of the Rings. Look, to be fair, most fantasy, modern fantasy, is ridiculously derivative of Lord of the Rings. But what you should do, if you're going to do go that route, because yeah. it, the reason it's it's useful to, to go the classic, the high fantasy, the, Lord yeah. of the, the Tolkien way, is because it's in the public consciousness, right? Mm. So it's a familiar thing that you can get people into something with. Yeah, but and you then, see... Wait, and then address big things yeah. so this is actually i'm reading a terry pratchett book right now and he oh, yeah. really does just sort of broadly take a bunch of sort of existing fantasy yeah. in people's heads puts them all in one world yeah okay and then um uses that scenario he's created yeah to make a commentary on the world yeah so it's okay to to be blatantly referen- referential of lord of the rings of Tolkien yeah. in general it's it's okay just do your own thing. Don't yeah. make it like, like use it. Don't just do it again. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. No, that's definitely a thing. And and also, what I like about Tolkien and some of the the, the other more sort of like outstanding, well, stand not so not outstanding, <laughs> but they stand out. Yeah, no, I know fantasies. Um, say for instance, Harry Potter or whatever. Yeah. It also takes a bunch of existing creatures yeah. through folklore and mythology and, and quite a lot of that is was canonized by Tolkien yeah and used with their basic names yeah. the characters have names like Harry yeah Ron oh <laughs> Bilbo oh, it's yeah. not like Galbatorix or, or dragon but not quite basically any book any book <laughs> yeah. that I understand a language guide in the back of the book like Lord of the Rings had yeah. for the different words any name book that has and the, the Aragon book ha- books have this yeah a pronunciation guide for the names of all the characters. Yeah, that's Because ridiculous. Aragon is not said Aragon, see, see, it's Erugan. So, oh my God. See, it's, it's like someone calling themselves Paul when your name is clearly Paul. Paul. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but also, like, that's actually one thing that Tolkien did cleverly is like, these are all other languages. Yeah. So when I write it in English, I just write it phonetically. Phonetically. <laughs> phonetically. But also, there's maybe five letters in the longest one. Like, Gandalf is maybe one uh, of them. Galadriel. No, but he's, that's, Tolkien's got complex names, but they're fun and cool. And as soon as you start adding X's to make shit sound <laughs> fantastical, or like, but that's um, no, that's just like, he was just ripping off asterisks and obliques. <laughs> Galbatorix. Yeah. you can literally Galbatorix, see him yeah. as like a member of the village there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I guess that's true. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I think Aragon is sorted. Yeah, I think that's actually quite yeah. brilliantly done. Well done, man. Yeah, uh, congratulations, you Thank wrote you. a. You wrote it. <laughs> I know. I, that's what I was doing. Okay, so um, let's I'm a move genius. on to I'm three. so smart. Next movie, shall we? Uh, yeah, next movie. Next Hopefully, movie. it's slightly less cliche. Well, yeah. Well, but I mean, it? it's yeah. I was about to say it's funny. I'm say, I'm saying it's going to be less cliche, but here I am, uh-huh. um, <laughs> the one who knows which movie it is. It's yes. okay. So yeah, um, just thinking about you know, kids' movies. And thinking about the weird crap that happens in it. Okay. So I was thinking about Madagascar. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um, and by weird crap, I mean like, you know, for example, the zoo animals somehow being able to casually escape their cages and chat with each other. The fact that, for you know, that doesn't mean that dead zebra, t- like like happy lion. <laughs> Good point. Good the, point, the, yes. The, 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 also the whole um, crush between a giraffe and a hippo. 
Yeah, that's a little weird. That's a little weird. Um, and also just how not deadly that hippo is. Yeah. Because for those of you that don't know, hippos are like really, really, they kill loads and loads of people. Like <laughs> they kill, I think they kill more people than any other vertebrate as far as I know. Yeah. Um, like more than the most snakes, like almost all snakes as far well, as I then know. then how about this, right? Yeah. What if we take Madagascar yes. and instead of making it a children's movie with talking animals, they're all friends with each other and don't yeah. eat each other and will not murder each other for food. <laughs> Rather have we, we get ourselves a point of view human character. Okay. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be trying to save the animals or anything. Yeah. Maybe it could just be that the zoo is closing down and they're trying to release the animals back into the wild and that's why they get put on a ship. But we make these animals hyper realistic. Okay, I don't. I don't really like that. I. I kind of want to keep it as a sort of third person perspective on a bunch of animals. But actually, I was thinking about something like we haven't made any artsy, mo- artsy farty weird movies. You know. Okay. So we can have the story of this group of animals, these yeah. particular animals, right, and use their interactions, which we were gonna create now. Yeah. Um use their interactions as like metaphors for human behavior like how 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 different we think we are to the beasts kind okay. of kind of thing you know like make it a really artsy fartsy like sometimes black and white loads of very artistic gore okay well continue this train of thought what sort of situations would we do well to the lion the lion is the king of the beasts right well when i mean this is the metaphor we're going lions dude, don't we are vote. going we are going hyper metaphorical okay. here, okay? So, King of the Beasts, right? He's supposed to be a ruler, supposed yeah. to be, you know, four. Yeah. And it's a great analogy for real rulers. Like, why are you putting a lion there? I get he's the strongest, but that might be a but problem he's also for not you. The strongest. No, but, and also, hippo. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, that might be a problem for you. So, no, you you make this. Well, you can use that as yeah. the hippo should be in charge because it's the biggest and strongest and baddest creature there. Yeah, and doesn't, doesn't and want doesn't it. want it. Yeah. Yeah. So for for metaphor for people who should be in power yeah. don't want power. Don't want power. The lion is in power, and the first thing it does the moment it sees it sees one of its you know one of the common populace, one of the weaker yeah. animals, it chows <laughs> just okay. eats it. And I want like this to be like a live action, right? Okay. Um, like a like a sort of an Animal Farm Stalin esque. Almost, but no dialogue. No dialogue. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, as artsy-fartsy weird as you want to make it. Like, just have some interactions between some animals filmed over a course of time. Okay. Um, And I actually, I like, yeah, I like the idea of the animals being relocated. That could happen. To Madagascar to see how they'd react in this new... Or maybe there's, like, a rehabilitation center in Madagascar. Okay. And these animals, like, so the lion eats the zebra. So that's it. Marty's up. Yeah. It's from the start. <laughs> okay. And the lion gets sent to, re- to you know, award winning because the lion is like the income of the New York Zoo, like oh, yeah, the yeah. big income. So he gets sent to a, a rehab center, like a really famous one that's in Madagascar. Yeah. And he is housed next to a hippo and a giraffe. Now, the giraffe, I guess that a giraffe can be like a bureaucrat. Okay. In a way, like it has the same routine every day. It always all the other animals yeah, around it. and it always listens to the instruction it gets from the rehab people. Okay. okay. To the, you know, like, I mean, it's an animal, so, you, you know, I don't mean, like, to the letter or anything. Yeah. I mean, like, when it gets called, it comes kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, ah, and that bureaucrat can have an obsession with the hippo who's who doesn't want to be in charge, but is fucking sick and tired of the way that the kings, the the elephant, sorry, the, the lions. Yeah. I think I'm just making some random fucking crap. Yeah, well, because they're not this talking, so like I don't Shyamalan. know how yeah. we would, how we would oh, convey that. Oh, so what I'm thinking is the lion sort oh. of takes takes power, but yeah. whenever someone tries to do something they doesn't like, he snaps at them and yeah. hurts the other animals in the rehab facility. Whereas, and every time the lion tries to go for the for the giraffe, it runs to the hippo. Okay. You know, it just, yeah, yeah, it yeah. just sort of plays that. And eventually, what happens? They just get released, or um, can I have the hippo? Yeah, lose their shit and kill the lion and kill the lion. And now, yeah. because the hippo is not as valuable as the lion in the world, because yeah. it's almost a metaphor for you know rich people. Like the rich person can kill all he wants, but once the poor kills yeah. a rich person, then they're really fucked. Okay, okay. So yeah, you know the hippo can get put out because you know that lion was worth a lot of money. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. I mean, it's really shitty and short, and probably like the yeah. the entire piece would probably be like fifteen minutes of just short shots. Film. Yeah, short film. We're being artsy now. Short yeah, films. as I said, short film. Okay. Uh, what, what now? <laughs> comedy, comedy de la arte. <laughs> Cinema de. La, okay, so uh, we have three movies. Now. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> first up, we have Joker. Yes. Okay, so Joker, we rewrote a bit of the first one. Yeah. Uh, well, of of the movie Joker yeah. by like, saying well, we basically sort of adjusted it. there was an NDA that was signed by by yeah. Arthur's mother yeah. Penny uh, that she had kept locked away and Arthur yeah. didn't know about even after she died yeah um, he, he, he kind of no she told him but he, he kind of ended ended up chalking it up to her craziness yeah like he this... didn't actually find it is what yeah. we're saying yeah then um, after the the riots yeah the cops go to search uh, Arthur's place yeah. and find this NDA. This is now moving into the sequel. Yeah. Um, and uh, the cop that, that finds that from, is Bullock, who is Arkham. like... Yeah, it's Harvey Bullock, who mm-hmm. is the the partner, well, the first the mentor and then eventually partner yeah. of James Gordon in the Batman universe. Yeah. So it's Harvey Bullock is the one that's uh, chasing down this NDA to make sure that... Well, to, sort to of investigating... It. The Joker in general, yeah. and trying to find um, as much stuff as possible, yes. and he's like finding stuff out about, like r- r- truth. Finding out truth is about um, Thomas Wayne, yeah. and about you know his company in general and the way he yeah. treats people, and also the actual background, as we said, of Joker's Joker's family, running his mother, and yeah. And while this is happening, he's running the movement. Joker is running the yeah. movement like a mob boss, yeah. Um, where eventually. Uh, Harvey die well no first the the uh the people start yeah, splitting the, off the, it starts yeah, factioning the, because it starts factioning hard and I think you can even have the so the start of the movie is sort of like his bliss at yeah at finding this welcoming this belonging in this group and using the group yeah and then slowly the group starts fragmenting and he starts getting frustrated and frustrated and he eventually calls this rally to like try yeah. keep unity unify and, and we can even say that one of the factions kills Harvey. That's how Harvey yeah. dies. And the NDA gets lost. Blown, gone with Whatever, the wind. yeah. Whatever happens, um, it disappears. Um, also, the the 
Ace Chemicals plant? Yes. The, re- the reason Joker can, like, protest it is because of, um, like, rich ownership. Like, yeah. you know, the, 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 the mistreatment of people in Gotham by its mere presence in the middle yeah. of the city. Stuff yeah, like that. Poisoning yeah, poisoning the, the ground and water. And yeah, and, they, and these people keep getting the money yeah. and this stuff, yeah. And so he calls this big rally at Ace Chemicals. Yeah. Um, uh, where Jim to goes sort of re-galvanize to the movement, yeah. as part of the crew there to break it up. Yeah. And something joker trips or jim pushes him or something or startles him and he falls into the ace chemicals and this fuses his makeup to his face changing the chemical composition of his face so that he will age mentally and possibly slower yeah but his face will never change like a death mask basically and that's how you have joker as we know and love him yeah that is our second movie out of out of three um well, out of a potential three, depending on whether or not you guys want them or yeah. want the rest. Then we then have... Then we have Aragon. Okay. Yeah, there's not much to say about this one. Just so, a much better version of a hero's journey, yeah. really. Galvatorix was once a hero of the Resistance. No, He said, no more kings. Yeah. And he took out the kings, but eventually then he became a dictator. Yeah. It is basically the folly of socialism. Yeah. Um, well, well, not so... Of... of it's th- the folly of, of socialism of, on the, paper. No, it's the folly of man. It's It keeps happening, no matter what yeah. the, the label is you give it. Yeah. When there's a revolution, then the revolutionists, revolutionaries become get in power, and they just become the same people in power exactly. in a way as the people that they have ousted. And so it's classic the, metaphor. The old nice. royals were all uh, dragon riders. Yes, yes. Um, but they'd all died out until one day a new dragon is born to this kid aragon yeah and the royalists see him now uh, as the new rightful heir yeah to, like as an opportunity to put someone in place yes and so it's basically the fight to get aragon back as the new king yes installed as the new king exactly like all kinds of ambiguity beautiful beautiful play out there yes yeah. then finally madagascar is an uh, <laughs> art as a short art film yeah based on interactions between animals in rehab based around the story of a lion who ate a zebra at his zoo and got sent to the rehab facility <laughs> in Madagascar. Yeah. Um, the lion sort of behaves as if he's king of the, yeah. the rehab facility. King of the beast. Uh, and um, eventually, uh, and basically snaps and injures yeah. any animals that sort of get in his way. Yeah. And every time the giraffe... Tries to be a strict bureaucrat. Uh, yeah, tries to sort of get in the middle of things because they, they do tend to get involved because they follow, got them follow routine, follow routine, follow yeah. routine, gets in the way. And then uh, every time that happens, the giraffe runs to the hippo who should be in power but doesn't want power, yeah. doesn't seem to care about what's going on, just yeah. minds its own business. And eventually, the lion, I think the lion kills the giraffe. That should be the, the sort of snapping point. And starts antagonizing yeah. the, the hippo. Yeah, and then and the, the hippo, hippo kills snaps, the lion. Kills it. And because the lion was worth more than the hippo, the hippo gets put down yeah. by the rehab facility as Part unrehabilitable. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, those are the three movies. <laughs> Which one of these you, three you, movies? You know my answer, don't you? It's Joker. It's the Joker it's sequel. Joker yeah. sequel, obviously. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's pretty easy. Like, to be fair, the other two are pretty basic, simple movies. We just changed them a little bit. Yeah. We're a bit lazy after doing all that work on Joker. Yeah, well, it wasn't, <laughs> that was a long one. Yeah, and we haven't even really finished what we yeah. what we had there um, but yeah no i definitely would do the joker definitely one. joker okay now it's time to move on to a little section we call if killjoys rewrote but i'm yeah, going to it, change it, it a little bit since we yeah had it's a sort of going. developed into um the arnold and steve 
What is adventures. The adventures of Arnold and Steve. Yes. Who so, are, yeah, hapless time travelers. Yes. So from <laughs> now on, this will be, if Killjoys rewrote, the, the continuing adventures, adventures of, of Arnold and Steve. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, as you say, they're hapless time travels who have not only brought COVID from the future to the year 2020, but, <laughs> but also, also the plague and swine flu from, from the past. From the past. Yeah. Um, they've also uh, been uh, responsible for stealing our notebook. Yes, um, they did and, do that. Uh, the, the, it's because we keep talking people, about them. Yeah, one of the few people that is trying to warn the public about them is Kanye West. Yeah. Uh, he tried to do it with his hashtag 2020 vision presidential exactly. bid. But uh, they're making hell for him. Yeah. They're, 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 they're running they're basically Yeah, they've, they've gaslit, gaslit him. That's why he's so crazy. Because, yeah. you know, <laughs> he thinks he's going insane. So, um, <laughs> uh, for this week, we have two options okay. for, for a rewrite. We can either... Uh, rewrite why Elon Musk has observed that the pyramids of Giza were obviously built by aliens. Or okay, we look, can just, go there's for, no way he actually thinks that. But anyway. Or we can go for Donald Trump trying to ban TikTok unless Microsoft gets to buy the rights and donate mm-hmm. a portion to the United States Treasury. Yeah, of I saw that as profits. well. That, um, Yes, is my answer. Yes, you want both of them? Yes. Okay. So we need to connect them and Arnold and Steve. Okay. So um, how are we going to do this? <laughs> um, look, the fun thing about time travel is you can really, really, really fuck around. So um, ah, Arnold and Steve have come from the future. Yeah. And in the future, TikTok is the biggest social media company. Okay. <laughs> because people have short attention spans in okay. the future. <laughs> now. Um, anyway. Um so Donald Trump basically found out from Arnold and Steve mm. in their, you know, secret meetings that uh, Arnold and Steve know that TikTok is going to become the biggest thing in the future. I see, I see. So not realizing that their mere interference with this fact and their the, the, and the association with Donald Trump might just tank the entire TikTok thing. Yeah. They're totally like, yeah, um, you know, if you help us like get an investment in TikTok, then yeah, like That'd okay. be cool. I like that. Oh, and yes, uh, they clearly tell Trump that the America falls. Oh, yes. Very yes, shortly yes, in the yes. future. And Trump's like, oh, that means we need money. Yeah. Because money solves everything, obviously. Okay. And um, due to these meetings with Trump, yeah. Elon, who has, you can just automatically spy on anyone in the world he wants to just yes. by, by thinking it. Um, <laughs> I've just decided. Okay. Um, <laughs> He found out that the president has these new advisors who are probably time travelers. So okay. he wants to have a chat with them. And, you know, basically the chat devolves. Okay. It devolves into just them ranting about uh, how the pyramids... They're basically... Arnold and Steve are conspiracy theorists in the future. Uh, okay. They actually believe the pyramids were made by aliens, despite the fact that no one in the future really believes that because, you know... Duh. Um, (laughs) So basically, Elon, who knows exactly how difficult it is to travel through space, so it would make no sense for him to actually think that those pyramids were built by aliens. Um, He is talking to these time travelers. And because they're time travelers on that simple fact, he's like, these people must know. And so he has been convinced by these conspiracy theorists, time travelers, who have caused a plague and a whole bunch of political outrage. Yes. Um, he has been convinced by them that the pyramids were built by aliens and the 
reason he believes in is because they're from the future. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Okay, so uh, currently oh, okay. Arnold so and Steve are working for Trump as advisors. N- no, they they will have had they they they, they will, will have done that in the future. Yes. They they, they 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 what? They are going to have done that in the past. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Exactly. So they haven't gone yet, but they they are now there yeah. and also in Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, and um and they're also conspiracy theorists who are having meetings with Elon Musk and yeah. Elon Musk has uh taken their conspiracy theorist rantings as fact from the future. Yeah, because they're time travelers. So why would they, why lie, would to they lie to us? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. Oh. Uh, we are fucking tods. Yeah. We are we are absolute dickheads. Are. <laughs> uh, um yeah, that yeah. I think is time for us to go. Yeah. This has been Killed Ray Rewrites, Van the Man, Daniel, Wayne K Tavener and, and you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> you can uh, you can head on over to Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. And, you know, leave us comments. Shout at us. Shout at us. Shout with us. Give us suggestions for more movies to do, uh, for stuff to talk about. Um, You can also head on over to the Patreon uh, if you haven't already. And uh, sign up if you want. You know, chuck in a buck if you want. If you want. Uh, We might even be doing a special early access tier that'll be like one euro for anyone who wants to join in yeah. like uh, early on because we are still new on Patreon. Yeah. Um, and then if you want to email us, yeah. uh, you can get us on kill at, sorry, killdreadwritespod at gmail.com. There we go. That Not is at killdreadwritespod. No. no, no. Just killdreadwritespod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, also, don't forget, you can uh, write us a review in-app. You can do yeah. that now in-app. It's pretty cool. Um, um, to be fair, there's a lot of podcast app so to be if you want to get our attention maybe go onto our social media yeah but anyways um, yeah but if you want to write us a review do it if you want to suggest it to a friend do it just make sure you mash that subscribe button bananas Woo! bananas and what's yeah. with the bananas we do that every like quite often do where I? We, uh, you, you you run out of things to say and then you say banana i think i think it's really just automatic yeah. it's because i'm so socially awkward well yeah and we've now run out of things to say yeah. so banana Good. banana banana